All right. Uh, Kersplash. I, <laughs> it just dawned on me that um, we don't open with our little pop, pop, fizz, fizz thing anymore. I think we should tell them to slam the subscribe button and like <laughs> review. We, it's another thing we don't do. We're really bad at this. And yeah, yet, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a staple in like everything. <laughs> and yet we have listeners from all over the world. I mean, it all. Yeah. Uh, as Vittori said to me the other day, you really are famous. Totally. Yeah, I can give you a <laughs> list of a lot of people that are a lot less famous than I am. Oh, yeah, <laughs> quite a quite a large number these days. <laughs> infamous, maybe, maybe even infamous. I don't know. Famous or infamous? It's. I think it's both. Yeah, a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we just wrapped. We wrapped the motherfucking season. Wow. Yeah. On schedule. I have no surprise there. Um, 27 total pieces. That most recent one you unveiled is pretty special. I think it's pretty special. I mean, look, are you, do you really think, for the record, and those of you who uh, joined us for LFG today, okay, you'll know that I'm, I'm up in the, the hinterlands here. And I'm watching this motherfucker lying on the ground trying to fix his snowblower now. This is this is this is epic. This is we're going on six and a half hours now, I think. Now soon he'll be paying you to stay there. <laughs> uh, yeah, the last the last revealed painting, uh, which would be 25, X's number 018. Um Hey, I had to. Like, I had to. There's no possible way that I'm just going to sit back and leave my brushes and paint gathering dust in such a in such a, an atmosphere here. Well, you know, it's it's just a, it's, a, it's a real shame. It's such a limited edition piece. You know, I feel like that one. Uh, Certainly going to become a grotto. Gosh, that that tells a story, doesn't it? It does. It does, and we have quite the story to tell. Um, you know, I like it. It's. I was asked, "Is that your first self portrait?" Not. No, no, no. no. You um, don't read the descriptions clearly. It's my second self portrait. That's right, young, young Therese's straight pool. That's right. Um. But this one, I think, captures a little more. I mean, yes, there's some young bravado in Young Threes. All the Young Threes pieces are full of fucking bravado. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I think, really doesn't. Yeah. Real heartbreaker there. <laughs> um, but let's talk about how people got there. As, as you recall, uh, last pod, we were talking about the first three games of the playoffs, the structure rolling in. We knew it was Elephant Men versus Monsters. Um, we had found out what it was going to take. Yeah. 
um, we just before the pod had announced that. So, are you surprised that we got fifteen of them? You know, in some respects, yes, and some no. That sounds like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I mean, it's a lot to ask, right? I mean, one through twenty-four to get twenty-five, um, and you know, there were a couple people who did it who won't even necessarily even earn the award, right? Yeah, and I think that's pretty cool. I think that speaks to yeah you know, them really understanding. Yeah, you know, you're playing for a championship here, so even though it might not translate to a, a full award, it counts as a, a hit there and puts your team one, one, one hit closer to, you know, a championship. So that was pretty neat to see tremendous conviction from those individuals. Um, 15, you know, I mean, sounds like not many, but I mean, you do the math on 15 times 24 base cards. Yeah. That's a lot of base cards that burn. A lot and of we're talking. Yeah. I mean, how did you tell a lot First of compounded thing. utility. Yeah. Oh my god! Monsters I, and subs and yeah, everything in between. Monsters. Okay, seven monsters. You're burning seven monsters in those twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Yep. To pick up a series four. Yeah. Yep. Um, and all the other stuff, obviously. I think fifteen's a little high. Wow. Okay. I think if if you know, and I knew I was doing this at the beginning of the season. I think if I'd done a little Kreskin, written it down in an envelope, pulled mm-hmm. it away, put it away, I don't think I would have said fifteen would have been done. Really? Wow. First of all, just reasonably, reasonably, why are you doing it? Like twenty four for one. Right. I mean, I think we're. We've seen some very rare pieces over the last few years. We've seen things that probably, probably shouldn't change hands. But I think we'll see some of those change hands. I don't know. I mean, the difference on this one is that you got some people getting multiples. Yep. Four of you got multiples. You did. You got two. When you have people with multiples, it makes it maybe, maybe more reasonable that it changes hands. But what is somebody going to give you? Yeah. That's the hard part, right? You know, that's that's kind of what we touched on last week where, you know, Rat was looking for different aura quads. You know, he's open to making trades, but it's going to have to make sense for him. Um Obviously, I didn't know. No one knew what was coming here uh, for 24. I'm sorry, 25. But, you know, as soon as you put something like that up, it, it kind of immediately becomes a grotto favorite, right? And then, yeah, you, aside from the addition number element to it, it's, yeah, it's going to be hard for people to want to part with that because, well, it is a base card, so can be correlated, can be painted. Um, and obviously you'd like to have one probably, you probably don't want to leave yourself with zero of them. So, you know, it doesn't really put yourself in a position where, you know, even a guy with 
too. You know, the, the handful of people that did too. That's, that's not, <laughs> she was nothing. Um, would you? I know you burned 48 bases for it, but it's still, I mean, okay, let's say you want to correlate that. You're going to need threesies straight away. Right. Um, unsure, we, unsure on the number because we don't, we haven't, you know, declared that, but you're going to need the threesies, you know, virtual certainty. And then if you want to paint it, um, you know, there's another edition gone and, you know, then and what are you doing? You know, it's, it's going to be hard. Uh, even if you wanted to paint it and correlate it, you won't have the original left. So in your case, somebody comes to you and says, here's a one of one painted X straight up. No way. No way. Somebody no. comes to you and says threesies straight up. So that, that's tough. But given the given my position with threesies, I'd say no. But, you know, if I, if I, if I was an individual who didn't have threesies, you know, but I don't know that anyone really fits that description who's got so not really a fair, you know, a guy like Luch has tons of threesies. Why am I not going to compel him is the point. What about a season one, one of one? I mean, unquestionably, I would do that. I would a million percent do that. But I don't think anyone who has a series one is going to offer that up. No way. It's interesting. But I, I, I would take it in a heartbeat. Okay. So just so we hear. Just so we know, yeah. Offer me, offer me a season one, <laughs> series one, and uh, what about yeah. what about uh, the Madness Championship? Hmm, it's going to be maybe, and and I understand that that is a one of one, and in the sense that I consider it a one of one, and I, in ways that you and I have talked about before, where I don't really consider one of one painted X's one right. of ones. I consider those hand painted multiples. I think that's what, they, that's what they'd call them in the more traditional art world. Um, I would say now, even to the one of one March Madness, because you know, I get that it's a one of one, but uh, gosh, it, in order for me to part with, with that that X there, I would have to be absolutely overwhelmed, I feel like, with what it is that was being offered. And we all know how powerful a series one is. I mean, every single day, that is, and it only gets more powerful. So I, and, and the ability to I mean, how many of them exist it's not it's not a question of you know, and how many more will exist you know it's just and then what will those cost will they even be available to you you know i don't know the answer to any of those questions but i do know uh, not many in order of you know answering that not many um very expensive and probably not in terms of <laughs> will i be able to get it so yeah i that would be a no-brainer um but you know, then you got to look at who who holds the series one. Those guys, those, <laughs> happen, those guys aren't the guys. They do that are active. Yeah, Luch Tex. Yep, they they picked up their own copies. <laughs> right, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it have to it have to come from you know uh, years down the road or something. Right, you know where perhaps they picked up a series one, and they just can't possibly shake that piece loose. Especially as we start, I mean, look, I mean, again, I don't, I haven't talked to him about it, but, you know, Radford correlated every single Cardinale. I don't know or if that's his intention with necessarily every series, but, you know, my point is that no matter the piece, we've seen 
individuals are not afraid to go all in on that. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if, if you know, Rat burned one or two of those. Um, and, and others as well. So my point is, you know, it's an addition of 15 today. Not going to be an addition of 15 forever, aside right. from correlating and painting. Because we know you're going to, you're going to, you know, challenge us to burn everything at some point. Or, so it will not be an addition of 15. And it's almost like a good example, right, would be dad to be uh, three. It's an addition of 11 right now. Um, that never, you've given us opportunities to use it. And no one's taken you up on it these days at an addition of 11. I know it was previously an addition of 33, so it has been used. But, you know, once it gets to this addition of 11 size, it feels like these things just either are in wallets that are no longer participating or they're held by people who are participating, but know that they're never going to get it back if they burn it or use it. And at that point, you know, they've probably got one, two, three, maybe four, five, and six, and they're saying, oh, I can't possibly rig my dad to be set up. Um, so, you know, I think it kind of falls into this no man's land where it's neither used, it's just enjoyed, essentially. It's not used, it's just... Not used, no. not, it's not traded, it's not it's no sold, except in rare occasions. And, you know, I... I want to talk about that for a second. Then we'll, then we'll go back into to the championship game and, and how it shook out. But show me any other project in this space. And yeah, I'm still in this NFT space, right? Show me any other project where there are legitimate pieces that are never to be moved never to be transacted they're truly collected i'd say the closest closest thing uh and i'm not nearly as familiar with it but it would probably have to be the counterparty stuff right um i'm not saying i'm not saying they never right. transact but well, i'm saying that would that's, be that's a great shout okay there are a tiny handful of extremely rare pieces on counterparty and corn of course can speak to it specifically but they actually structured it to be you know included in that stuff that you could not they didn't let people make those one of ones or very low edition sizes yeah. um and as such you know the very rare pieces over there mm -hmm. are in the hundreds that, that's an interesting point because people often, I mean, like, <laughs> I'll never forget the people saying, oh, that, that quad sucks. It's an addition of 10. Yeah. And that was before we started burning any. And I know I personally committed to burn one. Perhaps some others did too. So it's already an addition of nine. Uh, but, you know, everyone thought that was the shittiest quad because it's an addition of 10. And even the threes and fives are like, eh, that's not that great. Really one of one quads are the only ones I want. We've <laughs> always had misunderstandings of this. And it, it really, I think, has mainly come from people who are defending the fact they don't have them. Mm. Okay? That's all it comes down to. It, painted, painted X's are a great example. Looking for Painted X's, no additions of five. There isn't even an addition of five, well, isn't there? I thought there was one. Edition five, of, but three. I think it's addition of three. Okay. I think that's the largest one. 
uh, I believe the the Dell Unser, uh, maybe like dark dark yellow or or. But yeah, I, I think there's only addition of three. I think that's the largest painted X, which is funny because I guess in the in the context of painted X's, it's quote air quote here, uh, listeners, the worst one. Um, though I don't really think that evaluating them on addition size is you know necessarily the the best or even a logical approach. Um, well, what I'm what I'm getting at here. Okay, what I'm really speaking to, I just told you that at the beginning of the season, I knew for the championship, I was going to make everybody who wanted the championship burn through every base card they just gotten for the season. And I just told you that I I didn't think it would be 15. I imagined 12 or 13. Okay, I did not imagine as many people doing it who are not in the tournament, who are not in the championship game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. A third of the burns came from people who weren't competing for the championship. Okay. So I expected, I expected it to be lower. In other words, I created something that you conceived of it, knowing that it would be a very small addition that's a base card and a part of everything. Okay. The same season that I knew I was going to create the highest edition base that we'd ever see. Reality. Well, the thing is this. You have to, like we just said, 15 of them. So few are ever going to get used. So few are ever going to get transacted. So few are ever going to change hands give you 400 of a of, of another base card do you know what my all-time biggest selling piece is in terms of additions as, as far as just total volume spent total total additions moved everything do you know what it is yeah i'd have to guess marlena's no it's it's actually not it's not one of the bulk okay so it's, it's a base card no, it's it's the swipe. Oh, oh, yeah, there you go. That's the swipe. Okay, and it's because there were always more of them than there were active participants, and they're just constantly shuffling, moving around, up and down, and in and out, and up and down, and in and out, and the the cost just kept going up and up and up and up as you did that, right? Because to get to the point where you had 150 hardcore players, okay. That's people don't realize how small the goddamn art market is, <laughs> the art world, and then you get the NFT side, it's an even smaller sliver of that. Okay, for us to have whether it's 40, 60, 80, 100, 150 active collectors, those are astronomical numbers. Okay, so to make an addition of 175. When at the time there were about 65 casually active players, right. even though there were only about six to 10. Think about that. When swipes came out, there were six to 10 serious collectors. One time ago. I mean, that was, that was before I even joined. Yeah. And so, but the, but the idea being, I've always looked at 
creating things. And of course, the, the bulk inserts are great examples as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, as far as running through transactions and running through movement on them, even though the majority of those transactions are not buys. There's small amounts of secondary ever spent on bulk. People don't realize that. Everybody assumes, because when they do need to go buy a few, they're expensive compared to what they paid for them. Right. But you can't go down and pull down 100 on chain. You know, it's, it's not happening. No, it's like tiny. I mean, you, you can look at your website that you've, you, by the way, that you continue even in a down market to run NFT biker. Uh, props might, might, you know, we don't celebrate that enough. I agree. We don't celebrate it enough, but you know, it's, uh, I appreciate you, you know, giving me some props there. Thank you. But if you go look at the overall volumes, tiny amounts have been spent on Marlena's. I don't know. If, it's funny that that would be your, your default answer, right? Kind of, you think, oh, well, obviously the thing with all the volume, Judy's or Marlena's, mm -hmm. or, right? Yeah. Really make much on those. Yeah. Uh, you do have a few larger deals for people going in and buying out collections and stuff, right? But for the most part, it's just astounding to me how often swipes were traded. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. The velocity on those is, if you were to track a single edition, you know, a lot of them probably turned over you know, three, four times. I think the very first one was sold for 25 times. Like that on a free, not bad on a free. Minutes yeah. after it hit their wallet, they popped an offer. Um, That's a, a good trivia question. Who was that? They sold it? Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't yeah. even remember. He killed it. He got it for zero and sold it for 25. I know who Nailed bought it. it. Yeah. I bet you did. Hmm? No, I, I bet you did. No, I didn't. No? I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out. There were multiple offers that went up immediately, and that first one got popped. Um, <laughs> people trying to get extras. I think a couple of them sold like that first day. But um, so when when I conceived of this this small edition size, and this is not an award, right? And it begets an even smaller edition size, and we'll get to that here in a second. But it's because, especially at a time like now, okay, but always I've wanted to have pieces, and I hate that fucking, you never hear me say it, right? You'll never hear me talk about any of my pieces as grails or whatever. I hate that fucking phrase. But I wanted something that people aspired to. I think you, I think you uh, were successful there. And I, we have a lot of those, right? There are probably 10 or 15 pieces that every collector is like, I would like that. Someday, I hope I can get that. Yeah, I think Amalfitano is certainly one of those. DPO. Obviously Dot Pigeon, but, you know, that's Daddy. pretty impossible. B2B3, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, that, I think we you could go through uh, Chuck Hinton, right? Don That's it, yeah. Okay. Painted. I mean, there are these things, there's pieces, and they're kind of attainable. They're kind of not. Right? Yeah. 
Would you trade your 018 X's for the old, for the last Gilded Judy? He's he, this is I'm watching Crouton's yeah. deliberations here on his face are great. I, I think I think yes, I would. I would do that. I would do that. Wow. I like that. I mean, I, and historically, it's picking up a very important piece, right? I agree. I mean, like, you know, I, we have, we fully recognize how important, you know, a Marlena is to this ecosystem. And, you know, obviously it's, you know, our first you know, cycle two of the black and white. And, you know, the story that you know, surrounds that is pretty awesome, right? You know, you get, you got the zero and you can burn that, turn it into a Gilded Judy. And then, you know, you can, that doubles up your, your Flames of the Maccabees burns. And then you task us with, you know, someone's got to burn that to keep the flame alive and four of the five burn. And now we're down to a one of one. Um, it's less of it being a one of one to me. Even if there were three of them, I'd probably still do it, to be honest. Um, it's really not driven by the addition size for me. It's more a function of, you know, what that piece, how it was created, how it was, you know, earned, why there are so few of them left, et cetera. So I think it's a very interesting corollary there, right? You have the same thing here. I mean, these 018s, yes, they're brand new, they're fresh, they're, they're you know, brand new. There's 15 of them. But you talk about it all the time, Crouton. You're constantly saying, think of what it costs to get these pieces. Okay. Blasting Game being a great example. All three dads. Example. Okay. And it, 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 the more, <laughs> the harder that these dad to are to come by. I mean, what do you, how do you think that makes it any less value? You know, it's, it's a really good one. And obviously Knife is an interesting one, though obviously far less painful but you know, still uh a martin a pavlovich and a root you know that, that's not easy um but yeah I, the blasting game is a, a really fantastic example for me of do you have an idea what it took to get that my goodness i mean look the easiest way to say it is that you said we could burn uh dad to be for was it 24 for, for 24 mm -hmm. yeah one dad to be one got you a 24 and not that many people took you up on it. Now imagine you need to do a one, two and a three. It's pretty remarkable. The the blessing game is aside from the fact that it's a really cool painting. It is. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a test of will. My goodness. Well, and that's, that's exactly what we had here. So for this, for, for 25, which determine the championship. The important element, you 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 hinted at it before. Well, I'll say it straight up. So the the elephant men won six to four. Now, coming into this, the monsters had 10 complete 24 burns. And the elephant men had 12. Okay. But keep in mind that in order to get your full series award, not the championship, not the season 10 championship, but the full 26, 
Yeah. You have to have 26. Okay. Uh, you you have to have 25, pardon me, right? You have to have one through 25. We'll get sure. we'll the championship trophy with the others. And, and so you have to leave at least a, a, an edition, a copy of it in order to pull that off. Yeah. And so if you look at who did them, you look at who even had doubles to do it. Right. Okay. Which meant you had we to didn't know. Before, so. We didn't know. We did. Yeah, that was just. Yeah, I, I burned for two twenty fours, and that was only because I had opportunistically picked up an extra final headman. I had two dead to be ones. Dad to be two. I couldn't bring myself to do either of those because, like we talked about on a previous episode, I just thought my ability to replace either of those was going to be a lot more challenging than final headman. So I burned two of my three final headmans. And I had two to begin with because I burned a commemorative swipe thanks to uh, what was his name? Lawrence Fuller accepting <laughs> a 100 Tez offer on a uh, uh, commemorative swipe. Yeah, I think like the day it dropped, and uh, you know, I, I, I had so I had an extra commemorative swipe to burn, so I burned a final hen mint, and uh, I'm sorry, not a final hen mint, a 200 mint, and a uh, commemorative swipe in order to get two final hen mints, and then I picked up a third here, not too long ago. So I was able to burn two and still have one left, and I left all my dad's bees. Well, and and so it's it's funny you bring that up too because. Dino picked up two additional final hand mints. Well, what do you do with all of those? You burned all three. That's impressive. Okay. So now, so Dino, this is interesting, right? Dino had three full sets across the board. Three of all the, at least three of all the chases. Okay. Three of, of, of all the, the base. Okay. Including the selectives. Right. And then he managed every game in the playoffs to burn three quads, okay, uh, final headmans, okay, leathers. Did what he had to do. He made some deals, okay. Three. Yeah. Now three is a weird number, and there's why I'm bringing this up because you need to have an even number if you're gonna if you're planning on getting. Right. The full, right? Yeah. Which which obviously though he didn't know. I didn't know at the time. Yeah, no right. one did. Right. So, right. Yeah, Nobody like, had any idea. Nobody had any idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you find yourself there, and so this is this is what I'm getting at. So coming into it 12 to 10 on 24s. And of course, people can trade for 24s. They made you can trade somebody for 24s and do all of that. The elephant men had a slight advantage. Okay. Except that they had these two odd numbers. Okay. And so Tater only had one full set. He had made one of all the playoffs, one of all the chases. Dino had three. Okay. Makes sense, maybe. That between the two of them, maybe 
you can come together and say, well, hey, we can do one each. We'll make it work, right? Make it work. No. Tater burns his full set, and Dino burns two. Now, I talked to Rad about this this week. Walk me through what you guys were thinking. He was certain that the the monsters were going to go five. Okay. Now, monsters, similar situation. You look at who had multiples and who was there and how they pulled that off. Okay. It's a different road ahead for them. Okay. Now, I do believe that Vluch had three sets. And he worked two, leading with one. Which makes a lot of sense because he wants the award. Totally get it. Wants the award. Okay. I think Luch and Dino are similarly to be revered for doing that. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going to have to check. I believe there's a chance Cornholio only had one full set. I believe that is true. Which, this is, you know, I was saying really cool that he recognizes, you know, even though I'm not going to get the award, I'll trade all of these for a 25 to try to win the championship. And, you know, that's pretty selfless and pretty awesome. And he got an amazing piece. You know, for it, but he's he was swinging for the fences. He wanted to win the championship, and the monsters were going all in. And I love it. I think it's great. I yeah. think it should be celebrated. Absolutely, and and so, and I think, I think it played so well the way it played out. And I'll say this: I know because I spoke to Rat about it. I haven't spoken to Corn. I haven't spoken to Luch about it. I don't know what happened behind closed doors there. But so we're clear, because I think it needs to be said. Rat did not tell Tater, don't worry, I got you for the set. Tater's not going to be getting the full award. Dino's only getting the one. Rat isn't making Dino whole on the other one, too. Okay? But they played, they did what they needed to do. And Rat has his game as well. And, he, and Rat played, you know, if you look at what Rat did, okay? Um, he basically said, "Look, I'm I'm one four to six of every piece, you know, out there, and that's what I'm going to do." And and he pulled it off, right? And yeah. Hats off to that. Okay. Yeah. But the reason that I'm so hype on Tater doing that this week, and Dino, okay, and like I said, I I agree. I don't know. I can't speak to what the monsters negotiated behind closed doors. Okay. But it's to me, it's like the pinnacle of how these this franchise era can work. I agree. I I, I think that's really well said. Couldn't agree more. And so it was just a, a great joy for me to to see it play out that way. And you know, speaking to the painting is where I just I had to do something special for. For everybody in it. And also just for everybody to see it and feel like it. I know Ron O'Mac didn't burn for his blue did props to blue. Um, you know, props to the cat moms, Steven and Chris for doing that. Yep. Um but Ron O'Mac was just like, Thank you for doing that. Cool. Because he understands what it means to 
to everybody that's still here, you know? And so that it was important for me to do that and 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 make a piece that even though the majority of you don't have it, you kind of do, right? Like we, we all have it, right? We all have it, exactly, exactly. And so, um, you know, it's just fun that that I knew. Just so we understand, I know the structure of the season well ahead. Okay. So I knew it was going to be an X's. Okay. I can tell you right now that I did not plan to paint that painting. Early. You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that guy anyway? <laughs> There's no name on that. <laughs> he, he, he is as labeled a pretend internet boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. At Ape Fest, the night that Lil Wayne was there, mm -hmm. and I was front row with Tex, Rat, Dino, um, you froze up on me, Crouton, and I'm worried that we dropped. If I have to edit this, I got to edit it. I think my mountain internet's out. All right, we just had a little technical. Uh, uh, the internet in the in the hinterlands is delivered by uh, a vast system of elk antlers, and one of the elk just took a shit or something. But no, um, I'm happy to see you. I I really thought that the proprietor cut your internet and it was going to turn into a horror film. Uh, where he you know, he cuts off your communication to the outside world and then you know he starts picking you off you know you and Vittoria off one by one I guess it wouldn't be a very long movie because there's only two of you there but you know I guess one of you gets picked off first and then do you hear that now can you hear that background noise at least no uh, this motherfucker I think he, he it doesn't matter but okay as long as you can't hear it He's still here. He's still on the fucking property. It's ridiculous. I'm glad that uh, that we're not being picked off. Although I had told Vittoria earlier today that I wanted to keep him in the basement. So I was going that direction anyway. I'd rather that I'm the one putting him in the basement. Someone's someone's going to the basement. So someone's going to the basement. If this guy <laughs> if this guy drives out alive, then Vittoria's got her work cut out for. Yeah, I mean, it is going to end up in the basement tonight. <laughs> oh, by the way, just for proprietor, there we go. So, oh, that was a good. We, we got yeah. a that's a, a black raspberry liqueur. Mm, yeah, it doesn't good black doesn't liqueur. have nearly that that fresh crack that the DP does, but you know, we'll take what we can get. We'll take what we can get. Hey, how about my complexion? I just I'm like the fucking model of health. Don't I look good, Crouton? You didn't you say you look really good. We have to start doing these on YouTube. That way, our our, our many listeners from across the world can I know, think, see the shine that you have. I think we're headed that direction. Mm. Um, I think we're going to do everything just live streaming, twenty four seven. Okay. Well, the, the grotto is. I want it to feel more like two thousand twenty one. That's just me lying around waiting for somebody to walk into the grotto. Yeah, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll do it all live. We'll do it on Twitch or something. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitch. I'm sure I could figure that out very easily. Yeah, that'll be good. You got this. <laughs> so what I was saying before we were interrupted by Starlink, um, Dino was there with us at Ape Fest for Lil Wayne. There was Tex and Rat and and, and me and Dino um, and Razor and um, Luch was dying of COVID. So he missed it. Mm-hmm. Luch missed the Lil Wayne night. But there are pictures of all of us. And Dino is wearing the same shirt, the very identical shirt that is painted on X's 018. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool piece of trivia. Yeah. That's Dino's uh, inheritance. That's his birthright. Well, now it just became even more valuable. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, you're constantly adding value to things in your life. Think about that for a second. Okay. Yeah. You've met me in real life. You've met Dino in real life. You know yeah. the two of us standing next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that we would be sharing shirts? So w- when the painting that you did, that self-portrait, how old are you in that picture? 29. 29. Like very youthful for 29. So J Train says to me yeah. a few weeks ago when that picture became more popular. Yes. He said, I can't believe they put up your mugshot from when you were 16. <laughs> I go, no, I'm not 16 in that. I'm 29. He says, Jesus, what happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> Painting 24-7 is what happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, all of this to be said, uh, yes, I was once a great beauty. We know that. Okay? But I do okay. Let's not... And I'm just saying, Crouton, we're sitting here across from each other. He still got it. He still got it, guys. I still got it. I still got it. Um, (laughs) But yeah... Yeah, that that uh, that old mugshot there. I don't. It's one of those where I'm surprised that it's not more well known, regardless. Because well, you know, it could be like that. What was that? Uh, yeah, that thing that took the internet by storm, the sexy felon or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Why? why I, now, now I think I think it's. You know, do you want to tell the listeners what that what that was for? Oh, I don't mind telling people what it was for because the no. you know. Uh, since I'm famous, there's been yeah. a lot of talk about yeah. that, right? And it could have been anything. Could have been, you know, arson. You know, it could have been attempted murder. But instead, it was. <laughs> so, I was stopped. Okay, because my license plate was dusty. That's why I was stopped. And when the gentleman uh, officer explained to me that my license plate was dusty and then took my license. He came back then very upset. uh, And we had to wait for another gentleman officer to arrive to then arrest me because I had failed to appear on a speeding ticket in another town within that state. (laughs) And you're a hardened criminal. Hardened criminal. criminal. Um, 
<laughs> which is why. But here's the funny thing. Dino was in the car. Dino and his sister wow. and their mother were all there when this happened. And they watched as a once great beautiful threes <laughs> was pulled from the car and led away. Um, the, the, the gentleman officer was nice enough to explain how much my bail would be. And so uh, I just told my ex-wife, hey, run home and grab a little bit of cash. Grab uh, $70. And get this. <laughs> she had made, she did it. She went and got the $750 or whatever to, to bail me out, right? Yeah. Um, she got it and got back to the, the, the like, detention center mm -hmm. before I had even been processed. That's good. But then they had, they had to process me. So they literally left her waiting... <laughs> Why did you divorce this woman? It sounds like she was doing quite, she was good. She was doing a good job. No, here's the thing. She then decided she just left money in an envelope and she's like, I'm going home. She didn't even wait for me. Oh, well, I guess that's, you know, I don't know if that's standard protocol, but uh, I guess it worked. You know, we're, we're seeing you here today. So, no, hey, I made it. I made it. But the sad thing is this because I'm such a knucklehead. I was like, I'm, I'm going to jail. Like, this is like jail. I have like handcuffs on in the back seat of the fucking car. Yeah. I don't recommend. Yeah. Two out of 10 would not recommend. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it was not fun. And I even told the guy, like, are they supposed to hurt this much? He was not enjoying the banter. Okay. But, but, but I didn't get into a jumpsuit. I didn't. And, and I'm there, like, as they're doing all the things. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm just. I'm just like in a room by myself. And then the last like two minutes that I was there, they brought in a drunk guy. Okay. Mm. And so for like two minutes, like I had like, you know, a cellmate. Mm. And I still on occasion will see this gentleman walking the streets of Santa Fe. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, tried, you guys surely keep in touch. They had a I try to catch his eye like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about me. Yeah. Well, you know, so did you ever imagine that, you know, 25 to life in this case was like 25 minutes? Oh, I was life? 47 minutes. I was all together. I was in jail for 47 minutes. So that would have been a 25 to 45 sort of sentence? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I got a 50, but I got 47 for good behavior. That's, that's right. Well, good for you. Three minutes off is also very on brand. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the 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 sensational um, release of my mugshot, man, for failure to appear in court on a traffic violation. Yeah, pretty grizzled, grizzled vet there. Those Did you get a, you didn't even get a meal. You didn't even no, get a, I didn't get a meal. meal. I didn't get the the Adidas. You know, as there's a there's, there's a wheezy song. There's a little speaking a little way in again, where he's like, two strikes, one more, you get those new Adidas, right? I didn't get new Adidas, okay. <laughs> I didn't get an orange jumpsuit, and meanwhile, I'm beautiful in that picture, and <laughs> I really look good. And that shirt, you got to understand, that shirt is, is a Custo Barcelona shirt. Okay, which nice. is a designer from Spain that is like so over the top that I was in it was that I was in jail wearing my little designer shirt with my little blonde highlights. Mm. On my hair. Well, you know, 
it's, it's a hard world out there. It's cold. <laughs> so, but I mean, here's the thing. Imagine if I like. You ever see the Nick Nolte mugshot? I think I have. Google it now while you talk about it. it. That's one of my favorites because he's not having a good day. There's a reference. When you see it, okay, you can understand that I reference it. I reference that exact photo in Steve Rogers. Uh, So I actually, I have seen this now that I I have Googled it. And yeah, I definitely see the, uh, the, I see that. He's got a nice shirt. It looks like he's a Jimmy Buffett fan there too. Jimmy Buffett fan as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I think the Tiger Woods mug shot was the that was a good one. I like that one. Well, so here's the thing. I found out recently, did you know that in Los Angeles they will not release mug shots to the public because of, of all the celebrities? I didn't know that. Yeah. They're different, like Malibu will, and like, but Los Angeles has it, they're closed. They have to be like sought via court order. Um, and it, and, but, but I was just thinking, like, during all of this, imagine if I had some like shitty thing that I kept now. I mean, Dino knows all about it, and Dino, you know, the my kids know about they were there for Christ's sake, right. And it's been like the reason that that even came into people's lives is because at one point it was my PFP on Facebook. <laughs> really? Yeah, I had that when I had Facebook back in the old days. I had that as my profile pic because it's fucking sexy. It's one of the best pictures ever taken of me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. But, you know, it just got me thinking. Like, what if, what if it was a shitty fucking picture and a shitty fucking thing? Like, mm-hmm. what it was, you know? And then Dino, that's where he finds out that Stead, you know, did whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And instead, like, hey, sorry, everybody. Looking like a fucking snack in that. You know? <laughs> I am a fucking snack in that, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a good thing it got you out in 47 minutes looking that good. I've thought about that many, many times over afterwards. Although, this was also in my hometown. And I don't know if you know, that was a sort of a big deal in my hometown. And you so, know, I've, I've, I've read all the descriptions on the Young Threesies. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I, I do believe had I been gone into the system i would have come across my fair share of people that would have been more than happy to be locked up with all threes yeah well i think this could have been like you know the longest yard but a baseball version oh my god can you imagine can you imagine me getting the, the ragtag bunch of <laughs> bunch of inmates together to make a team Barnstorm. i feel like that i feel like there's a there's a narrative there that could be fleshed out Oddly uh, enough, you say that. Yeah. The detention center, the Santa Fe County Detention Center, where I was held, directly across the road from the prison where the remake of Longest Yard was filmed. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I feel like you know how the you know the, the Airbud series, they just kind of like were like, oh fuck it. Now he's playing basketball. Now he's playing football. It was just the dog playing different sports. 
I feel like they should just do that with the longest yard where they're like, oh, now they're playing football. Oh, here we go with baseball, maybe basketball, maybe volleyball. This is, um, this is the first time yeah. that you have crossed the line of discussing things. Spoiler alert, season <laughs> 11, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really good Good, good series. I, I highly recommend it. I know Tater is always looking for movie wrecks and you know Airbud series is Tater is movie wrecks. I recommend it. <laughs> is that what you I gave him very different recommendations? Did you recommend Airbud? Well, yeah. I mean it's it's a classic. And you know, the thing is, you know, I know that now I'm getting old because when I say things like you should check out Airbud. You know, it's probably met with a like, what the fuck is that? And then you probably Google it, and then you probably think I'm a dumbass. So, uh, um, <laughs> speaking of uh, things that that some people listening to the pod will need to Google mm. in order to understand, uh, we got pie coming out. Mm. Do you remember? Do, do, are you familiar with pie? It's decorative mm. season, motherfucker. It's it's October twenty seventh as we record this. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's hard to believe that, you know, we we made those basically a year ago. I mean, a little bit less, but... Yeah, I spoke to it today a little bit on LFG, um, just to the idea that there was it was never going to come out before now. Like, the whole idea, and when we, you know, Crouton doesn't know what it is, nobody understands until next week we'll be revealing... Uh, the structure and, and the pieces and everything. But this was the plan all along. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because as you know, let's let's walk through this. How did you make pie in the first place? Do you remember? Yeah. So it wasn't oranges. It was gourds only, right? So it was gourds and then there were multipliers that were you know various multipliers whether it was you know jeff reardon or um you know if you had a threesies with the gourds trade um and there were a couple others i believe john martin and pavlitich were also yeah uh multipliers so you know there were ways to you know you'd burn gourds and then if if you had them or chose to use them there were the ability to get multipliers on it up to a 3x i believe if right. you had every single one of them. And I believe, I don't believe anybody did, did the 3X. I don't think everyone had them all. Or did Rat? I can't remember. Um, I'm pull, I have it open. One second here. I know Rat burned a ton. Okay, Rat burned a ton. Um, And then you were second. And so uh, Rat's multiplier was four and a half total. Okay, that was wrong. It, was, it went above three then. Okay. And so, and you were at three and a half. Okay. And, and so, uh, you know, as, all, all the way down, you, you could, you could take the amount that you were burning mm -hmm. and you could add these multipliers to them. Yeah. Okay. With a minimum of five total gourds. That's right. That was the minimum. And then, you know, I remember my thinking was I had, I had all of the multipliers with the exception of the three Z's trade. And then once I had decided, you know, I was going to be using those, I just kept <laughs> adding more and more gourds because I was like, well, 
I mean, it becomes more economical the more that I burn, right? Because it's a, it's a multiply, multiplier, not a, you know, it's multiplying, not adding, if you will. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to burn a lot of gourds. And I burned a lot of gourds. I, I want to say it was like 350 or 400 or something. And then a multiplier on there. Yeah, your aggregate was 1,090, or excuse me, 1,323. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of, but see, that's, that's a good example there where I did not burn nearly that many gourds, but the multipliers were a big, big deal. You burned three 100s, yeah. two 10s, six fives, one three, eight twos, seven ones, and and two uh, one gourds. So, so yeah, that's a lot, but, but the multipliers were a huge saving yeah. grace there. Uh, yeah, and then three hundred seventy-eight total total uh, yeah. that then became thirteen hundred twenty-three. We'll see, and that's a good example where I had planned to burn three seventy-eight. I think you said, yeah, I didn't plan to burn that many, but then once I'd committed mentally to burning the multipliers, it's kind of like a Shana, you know, in the sense. I mean, it's it's actually very much like a Shana, right? That was another multiplier, I believe, by the way. Um, yeah, well, so, so I just just for clarity's sake here, okay. Um, the multipliers where you add twenty five percent by burning a Shana, fifty yeah. percent by John Martin, seventy five percent by Don Palatich, and a hundred percent by Jeff Reardon. And then the three Z's trait was the big one. Um, let me see. I think there's another hundred percent. That was it. That to that would double. You could double one multiplier, is what you did. Right, right, right. Okay. So if you did, if you did, Reardon, then you double that. Then you double that. So you get two hundred percent. I didn't have that trade. If I did, I would absolutely use. Or retro it. got you four and a half to three and a half. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I hadn't. It's it's exactly like orange bidding, which makes sense given we're dealing with oranges, right? In that. You know, if you're going to use that multiplier, gosh, like I just kept throwing gourds in because at that point, you know, like your cost per gourd essentially is coming down considerably as you're using a three and a half multiplier. And I I think I, I might have like one more 100 left, but I burned, I might have burned them all and then added some between after, after the fact because I, I, I just... I think I, I did because I, I couldn't justify not throwing everything I could at it given I was getting a three and a half X kind of multiplier. Yeah. And so, you know, this is this is one of those things. If we go back to the original decorative gourd season, two years ago this week, right? Um, and you look at the time, this is what I was talking about on LFG today, and and where I'm telling you, like we made pie. There was nothing that you could have done with pie between making it and getting it next week. I mean, in this project, but in other projects. <laughs> By the way, it's snowing again. This is insane. This is insane. Well, it's good. Your your proprietor can be back tomorrow. Oh, he's still here. He's well, still good. He'll, he'll he just spend the night there. He's just going to come in and spend the night with you guys, and then he'll hit it again tomorrow morning, clear out the snow again. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Any, anyway, if you go back to original different courses two years ago, nothing happened with them. Don't you love that idea of happening with this stuff? Okay. Man, these suck. You can't do anything with them, right? <laughs> nothing happened with them for nearly three months. Right. Okay. Um, when they became oranges. Okay. Decorative gourds. Okay. Were born out of decorative gourd season pieces. So you had decorative gourd season, which then became gourds. Get out of here. Go. The guy's leaving finally. Well, actually, wait a minute. Didn't wait. A minute. I think it was decorative gourds became knives. No, no. Then, hold on. Decorative gourd season. Yeah. Okay, which is Jeff Reardon yep. with a handful of gourds. Okay. Yep. Don Pavlitich kneeling by a gourd. Mm -hmm. Okay. John Martin, mm -hmm. perhaps enjoying a gourd a little too much. Not going to say what he's doing. Shana, cupping those beautiful ripe gourds. Okay. Those were decorative gourd season, motherfucker. Yeah. Right. Then I asked you, oh, this little squirrel. Oh, my God. This squirrel. This is not like a normal squirrel. This is not a goddamn Central Park squirrel. This little thing is like a little fucking living teddy bear. It's got to be. It's cold as shit. It's just so fucking furry and facey and all this shit. Oh, yeah. I love him. I love him. And he's very excited that we've now cleared off our deck, apparently. Low effort squirrel. Low effort squirrels. So anyway, <laughs> sorry. Hey, you guys are in it with me. I'm in the hinterlands. You guys are in it. So, um, you had to then burn all four. Okay, in order to get a knife. Yep. Which was a couple weeks after they were originally dropped, and then I let you make a knife. Didn't tell you what that was for. Couple, and hundreds, couple months ago we had hundreds. I, 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 the hundred gourds came out for Black Friday, and then we chopped them up with the knife. Right? With the knife, then later in December, later, right? Uh -huh. I said, "All right, you, you 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 take that and you chop it up and you make it into gourds." Okay, and every one of those pieces you can make into gourds. Which is where we have the one gourd, Jeff Reardon. You got the two gourds, Pavlitich. The three gourds, Martin and Son. And then now you've got the Shana mystery comes out of all of this, right? But it wasn't you. Nobody got oranges until four months later. Okay. And we're talking of a time when a Seasons were still a month or two apart. And fast and furious there. We'd only had one event. Okay. Now we're at a point where it's a yearly thing to have a season. Now we have multiple events running through all of it. Okay. We make things and we need some time to be able to welcome them into the ecosystem and use them and do all of this. Okay. We made our pie. 
It took a while to bake. It took a while to be ready. You're getting your pieces of the pie this week. With them, okay, and this is breaking news to Crutaro. It's breaking news to everybody. But with them, we're ready to create some new oranges. Okay. And the reason is there aren't many oranges left. There are not. Okay. Um, I think the grand total was 57,000 orange inserts face value were created from a handful of decorative gourd season, yep. 200, 100, 50, 75, and then 1,500 or whatever, right? Right. Um, and then out of those became gourds, and out of the gourds became oranges, and the orange editions came out, and it all is beautiful, right? 57,000, and we are down to somewhere around six or 7,000. And yeah, and then even within that, you know, who's got them? And that's this is we we talked a little bit about this on LFG today. Okay. They're not all active in the project. Okay. And even the ones that are tend to be in the wallets of a select few. They're very valuable. Not that long ago, when we were on every marketplace in the in the space, um, they were trading at huge multiples. Yeah, it wasn't uncommon to see them 22, 23 Tez. 35? Yeah. The beginning of September. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, 200x off the cost of of them if you break that down right but they're 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 few and far between and of course we know we at the time and the same way every time we release something new you don't know what it does you may learn the name of what it does we don't understand what that means but they're forbidding and betting and meanwhile we have all of this excitement around the the book right the grotto yeah. book that goes along with all of these events and all this cool stuff right and so next week, everybody's going to get their pie. And they'll be tasked with some decisions over the coming days. As this is our celebration now of this year's decorative court season. Okay. Motherfuckers. And <laughs> decorative court season, motherfucker. Three. DG. M S F F G Z S I don't even remember. You know. D G S M F three. Three. Thank you. Backwards three. Backwards three. <laughs> so um, but but it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna make some choices. And I mean that's fun. That's that's like it was yeah, just like you said, it's kind of uh, a repeating I don't mean in the same mechanic, but We'll be turning these into oranges in ways that we turned original gourds into different kinds of gourds and oranges themselves. So uh, I remember playing that very poorly. <laughs> yeah, ago. most most people did. Yeah, and the ones that did play it well, 
um, didn't play it well. They got nothing out of on a lot of levels. You know, they're just sitting in their wallet now. So. They're just sitting in their wallet, or they sold them for for some Tez and then wasted that on nothing. Yeah. Um, really, I mean, Ratro and a, a handful, two or three, maybe four people. Chris Truman did very well with Gords all along. He was very active. If you go back and look at, at Chris Truman and the Cat Moms for the last two seasons, Oranges and Gorge were sort of a niche of theirs, right? But they they had to, they didn't generate those themselves. They went out and bought them and used them. Right. Um, Ratro and Dino are kind of like the top there of, of using them. Foma Boy had a lot. He didn't use them, though, right? Um, but you can look at a lot of success of the elephant men and tie it back to their use of oranges. Yeah. Not just this season, the last. No doubt. Jolby also really good at using oranges. He just he used of... them during coders. He really, yeah. I mean, that was really when that was the only insert that I had. Coders, that was the only insert that I had. So I was using them. Uh, you know, it, just no different than. Uh, people use Judy's and uh, Valentine's. It was, you know, traditionally the bulk insert that you use is the most recent one, the cheapest one. And in the case of Series 8, it was oranges. So people were uh, firing those in, and I was, that's all I had because that was my first bulk insert. And I obviously didn't buy enough. No one did, but I really didn't. So think, think about this. As we are, are building out sort of a cadence and a, and a um, continuity and a calendar and things like that, right? We haven't released new oranges since season eight. Since 21. End of 21. End, end of 21. And we have completed... Season nine and ten. Part of eight, all of nine, all of ten yeah. on the first oranges. I I'll tell you right now, I don't mind saying it. You cannot expect oranges to happen very often. Okay. And so we're clear, and we'll get into this next week with the reveal and 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 the breakdown of everything. This is just a little, little teaser, little, little, you know, perk for listening to the pot, right? But um, if you were not here, we have a number of players who weren't here for for Pi, certainly weren't here for DGS one. Um, you're not left out. Okay, you have some options here. That's the point. The point is, we've got very few people who have any oranges. And they're a key part of the project. Yeah, participating in this, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, we're looking at, over the next little while, during the celebration of our favorite season of the year, right? But we're looking at, at giving everybody a chance to get some oranges. I love it. Democratize the orange. Yeah. Um, 
So, and we'll get into details uh, with the drop on that, but it's, uh, it actually, I, I think, becomes an interesting segue into what we'll wrap on this week. Okay. Just one little thing. I want. Who has oranges? Do you know, Crouton? Do you know who has oranges right now other than Retro? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I know who they are. They don't tend to be very active. They're not active. And there are a lot of things right now that are in the hands of inactive players in ways that we've never seen before. And I think in the, you know, over the last few weeks and last couple months here, I think there's some some confusion as to what happens with inactive stuff or what, you know, what what's going on if you don't have an obvious marketplace, if you don't have things. And so you have been and others um without you know going into names, I'll just I will because you're here and we can talk about it. I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you've been buying some stuff. Yeah, I have. Um, and others, others too. There are other yeah. that we all know and love. There are some other big players who are out there working pretty hard at picking stuff up. Um, you want to walk through any of how you've done it or what you've done or tell me sure. you share as much yeah, as you I mean, comfortable. I mean, some of oh, I mean, that you've yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing I haven't I haven't shared many times before, but you know, I think it's it's good to go. I, I frequently talk about the composition of holders, and you know that's a big, big deal for me. Looking at who owns what, and recognizing wallets and names. But um, you know, I I will just kind of peruse you know older stuff and look for wallets of people that you know really aren't playing anymore, um, not around haven't been around, haven't heard that name in a long time. Um, and or, you know, you can search wallet names and if it's a white name now in Discord, it means they're no longer in the Discord. So that's that's a, someone that makes a lot of sense to reach out to, given that it's pretty hard to participate in the grotto if you're not in the grotto. Um, and then, you know, it stands to reason that they don't have tremendous amount of desire or use for those pieces anymore so a well-timed and well-placed dm there you know let, let me let me um punctuate that just a little bit as you know all forms and this has been the case for years now all forms uh they state on them that you have to be in good standing in the grotto in order to participate so we've got people who have decided to leave the grotto leave discord give up their good standing um so they would have to come back in and and you know apply for membership basically <laughs> and so um it's a unique opportunity um very unique opportunity yeah i mean it's i think that you know i'm always you know i have i've said this on the pod i enjoy this part of it i think it's a bit of an adventure bit of a scavenger hunt to go try to get stuff back from people who have, you know, left for other things and chosen another path. Um, 
you know, I, I, you know, I love to click through the collection and and look at the art and you know maybe just pull up gourds and look at all those and you know, then maybe later check out the painted X's or cat moms or whatever. Um, and you know, that's kind of how I, I built a lot of my collection out was going through that kind of stuff and be like, oh shit, you know, I, I wasn't here for painted X's. Uh, I should I should really pick up some of those. So how am I going to do that? Certainly not waiting until they get listed on a marketplace, even when we were on a marketplace. Go find them. Um, how do I do that? Like on holders, ask yourself, you know, you know who who owns this? Oh, it's it's Ratro. Oh, it's Dino. Oh, it's Luch. Oh, it's you know Tex. Well, you know, they're probably not the first candidate you should approach for for that but you know you'll you'll happen across some some names of people who used to used to be here um and you know if you haven't seen them in a long time or they're not playing and and or they're certainly not in the discord yeah that 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 seems like a really logical person to reach out to with a dm and that's yeah that's how i've done it let me ask you, um, are you paying the market price? Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, for a number Why of not? reasons. Why not? Yeah, for a number of reasons. Um, chief among them, you know, is that, you know, if, if you haven't been here for a long time, uh, it doesn't mean a whole lot to you. Chances are doesn't, doesn't have any utility for you individually. You're not, Deriving any utility from Holder on that, you're not playing, you're not participating. Chances are you don't care, and chances are you'd be happier with some dollars in your pocket. Um, why would I pay you? Yeah, these are really, frankly, persona non grato at this point. Why would I, you know, pay you out um, when you've demonstrated that you know it doesn't mean a lot to you, you don't care, um, you know, what have you? That's, that's one reason. And then, you know, for each individual. But, you know, as I go through now and I think about, you know, what it means for people that we do recognize names, but we see that, you know, they're, they have the, the white color text now means they've left Discord. And if they're names that we know and, and have come to, see his familiar faces around the grotto, but they're no longer here. Um, you know, personally, I, you know, everyone's entitled to make their own decision. Um, but I guess I'll vote with my wallet as it relates to how I think that I'd like to make you an offer if you've decided to leave the grotto for whatever your reasoning is. Um, it's a very different offer than if I was approaching someone who's a, a someone who's in good standing if you will it's very different looking offers from crouton yeah i think you know you've really sort of set a tone i know that um others that are out there sort of rounding some stuff up some some loose pieces up uh have been doing the same and uh, you know at times it's sort of remarkable how little this stuff was meant to anybody that they've let it go for that. Um, 
at the same time, it's a very unique situation right now, given the they don't have many other options. They haven't and certainly aren't taking upon themselves um to find that option, right? Meanwhile, um you know, having left the grotto, how could they even tell the grotto that they are willing or looking to move these things, right? Yeah. It's you're in the driver's seat, right? I you can go shop that offer with where, where will you shop that offer? Oh, no one else is DMing you. Oh, you can't list it on a marketplace. That looks like you want me to offer you pennies on the dollar. And would you would you say would you say that right now? I know you you've done a lot of it, and I know others have. Hmm? But is there any reason that anybody wouldn't want to get these sorts of transactions in place? Like, I mean, I think you know I've talked about this with my team, so you know a handful of these guys have you know, heard what I have to say about it. But you know, I'll say it now more broadly on the pod. But yeah, um, I mean, you've said it before when people are no longer in good standing it increases your holder utility because essentially everyone who has those pieces that is in not in good standing and or not playing, that holder utility is essentially poof, vanished into thin air, um, which then makes your holder utility that much more valuable. Um, simply because I can't wander onto object and buy threesomes why is that? Why does that mean that the price is any less? I could make an argument that, on some levels, they're more valuable now, given that, well, in order for it to have utility and be recognized in this universe, that's being good standing. And a lot of people have either decided to no longer kind of hang around or um maybe are no longer in good standing which presents a unique opportunity right to go get them and you know spoiler alert i very much believe in a future where you know these are nothing has changed materially on my end you know what we talked about you know eight weeks ago six weeks ago i don't know how many weeks ago where we said you know i don't think we're as far away from one eighth floors as you think perhaps i my thinking on that hasn't materially changed and that's fine i'm sure a lot of people are listening and saying that's crazy you know you're full of shit i'm not uh lying to you um i guess it stands it remains to be seen whether or not i'm correct but i'm certainly not i'm eating my own cooking <laughs> play that you and a few others are honestly um it's been sort of sort of remarkable for me to see others do it and then you know my conversations with them about it um and the theme that's that sort of runs through it all is like how is how is this any different it's kind of what i what i talked about on, on lfg this week a little bit right like this project wasn't built 
to get me to October 1st or November 1st of 2023. You know, we know we we've talked about, we talked about it on a daily basis for two and a half years. Okay. What's to give anybody to believe that any of that's changed? Any of what I do on a daily basis of producing art and, and building out utilities and conceptualizing the two, rules, the two rules haven't changed right and you know i'd say you know as i think about you know where we're currently at there's two things that come to mind first is that historically you've been chain agnostic you've seen you print you've, we've seen you mint on ethereum we've seen you mint on bitcoin seen you mint on tez you know we've seen you explore quite a few chains second thing that comes to mind is that you've spoken pretty publicly and transparently about wanting to move away from uh tezos based universe so i i'm not losing any sleep you know, I, uh, if we go back in time, six months, you just go listen to a pod from six months ago. Go look at a, the project or the calendar or go listen to our January. This is the year coming up. Um, think of the timelines that I've laid out think of the the grand vision that we've we've lived in for so long as I sit here today I don't do anything differently I haven't done anything differently in the last two months other than the delay in minting right now okay and even there that was a decision uh, made entirely to protect and and you know stabilize people who were under similar attacks okay that's all that was and again we've we've been through that before we went through that july of 21 right um, it doesn't change anything either conceptually i mean like i mean okay so i have a, a spreadsheet that says i have seven here yeah. i understand it's not in my wallet but you know what else wasn't in my wallet Pi. that doesn't mean i don't have it i mean like if if for example let's say you know you broke your both of your hands and you couldn't paint the pie um but you needed to progress you know what we needed to do whatever we needed to do with pie you would easily just i mean just like we've seen with participant tokens where like oh you know if i owe you participants and you need to use one just hit me with a dm i'll yeah. just mark it on my sheet it, you know you will own it i mean like, ownership doesn't need to be thought of is it sitting in my tezos wallet I, I, I'm in this universe i kind of mentioned this to you the other day we were talking about something separately um this is a little tidbit one of those little things that most of you don't know about right i obviously depending on on how involved you are in certain aspects of fantasy sports you, you maybe know the story right we know today fantasy daily fantasy sports is a multi-billion dollar enterprise mm -hmm. And we have all of these websites and all of these 
media outlets and all of this juggernaut of infrastructure that drives it. And so, yes, whether you play on Yahoo or CBS for your little local leagues or whether you're on DraftKings or, or FanDuel or whatever, it's all there to be able to track what it is that you do on that. Okay. That in and of itself is about 10 years old, 10 to, to 12 years old, as far as being at that level where it's a major economic force. And it's about 25 years old that there were tools in place on the internet and such to do that. But I don't think many of you know that fantasy baseball was the first thing in fantasy sports, and it was conceptual entirely. And it was run. People in the turns, that. You, you read the newspaper and then literally, and having done this myself as a freshman in high school, okay, you then translate the day's sports scores, you know, baseball scores into paper ledgers that track who has done what. And you sit down at a pizza hut or whatever it's called. It was originally called rotisserie baseball because it was started in the rotisserie restaurant in New York by these sports writers and their chums. And they sat in every year and they played conceptually for decades before the internet was there. Okay. It's not unlike what we do right now, certainly the last couple of months, but really from the get-go. Conceptually, you guys understand that the pieces exist and they have this, this utility uh, you know, power and potential. Okay. And you understand that and and you understand there will come a time when all the tools are there and you can just wallet connect and click and, and la-di-da. Okay. But you also know that that's not necessary for the crux of the project to exist. And so nothing has changed other than the fact that I have minted the last 13 or 14 paintings. Okay. Um, zeros changed. I mean, like all sorts of people made trades, myself included. Yeah. It's just, and you said, let us know. On the form, it was like, if you made trades, let me know. And I just jotted in there, you know, hey, I traded, you know, so and so with Steve. I traded so and so with you know, Chris Truman, whatever. You know, you just, whatever. It doesn't, that's fine. Monsters, it's dolphins, like NFTs, cat moms, yeah. coders. Yeah. Pretty much every franchise hit me with a, I, I did something, we did something, we moved things around. Yeah. yeah, as long as you're, you know, you can't write checks, you can't cash, but, you know, but that's not, not going to be a problem here. I mean, not a problem. But, you know, it's, it's never it, been a problem. Correct. So, yeah, it, no, it, it so, works. I mean, so things are, so here's the deal. We haven't really even spoken to this directly because there hasn't been much reason to. Okay. Marketplace situation is, is not what it was a couple months ago. Don't even need to go into it. Okay. It hasn't changed one single solitary element of how I'm creating the project or how it's progressing. The only thing it's changed, correct me if I'm wrong here, Crouton, the only thing it's really changed is for people who want to sell the work who had no intention of collecting it further or progressing through its utility or supporting it or caring about it, they no longer have a way to easily 
and apathetically take money from those who do believe in the project. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's just an ease of transaction. That's the only thing that's really changed, right? And the fact that you can't be peppered with offers via object, that's the only thing that's really changed. And let's be honest, everyone who's listening to this podcast doesn't accept those offers. Right. Um, you know, you're the ones who are trying to go get them. Uh, from people because you care because you want more of the things which is great and that hasn't materially changed it just means that instead of you know getting on object and firing and offers which let's be clear we were at a point i don't know two three months ago where you know thousand tez offers were sitting unaccepted for From 30 months. days oh yeah on months it's like you know like they just sit there for 30 days you know, his offers would just get looked at and passed on every day for 30 days. Yeah, Lucian has um, Tez offer just standing on multiple yeah, months. Yeah, he had 2,000 Tez offers yeah. out on, yeah. Yeah, on, on some, you know, on, not on all, but on some. And my point is, um, you know, that, that simply because people can't log on to Object and buy them, first of all, you know, even the people who were acquiring stuff, by and large, weren't doing it on chain, right? I mean, that's not how I get stuff. No, you know, spoiler alert here. All of the big players who amassed major wallets, the majority of it, you don't even see it. You can see the trans. You can see the the, the transfer of of a piece okay. over. Okay, but it's there's. The majority of the last two years of transactions at a large scale have been OTC. Yeah. So, you know, in that sense, nothing's really changed. Other, only, uh, sorry, other than the fact that there's a perception that the value is lesser than. Which, I mean, what's something worth? Well, I mean, the answer is what someone's willing to pay you for it. And, you know, I guess you can do with that what you will. If I'm the only one who's interested in uh, making an offer, you can expect a shitty one. That doesn't mean that's what reflective of my let me interject perception. I want I want your response to this. Okay, Active Grotto right now. You go to Active Grotto and you say, "Hey, I'll give you ten percent of what these things were worth before marketplace chaos." No way. They're gonna fucking. You're, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" They wouldn't you even them, take. You tell them. Yeah. You tell yeah. them. I'll give you what the lowest, or, you know, the 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 highest bid was, the highest offer. No way. They're not taking it. They're not gonna no take. Way. It. Not not active grotto. An active grotto. Okay. Yeah. So, in active grotto, where those pieces have no future worth to them. Beyond what Active Grotto will pay them. Okay. I think you're getting two different responses. One is like take anything you give me for it. Or the other yeah. is, no, I want to soak the grotto for more later on. Yeah. And if they want to do that, you don't need to succumb to that. Tell them, no. Good luck with that. Good and luck. on with your day. Yeah. On with your day. Off I'm, not pay I'm, not, I'm not paying you that. Best of luck. So yeah. this is happening. This is, this is, and I know that, that a lot of you that listen have been sort of wondering 
what's going on here? Because you can't see it. You can if you really dig. You can go yeah. look at, at some wallets and see some movement. You can see pieces. You can go look at an individual piece and you can see transfers that have happened. Okay. And and, and there's only one way that's happening these days. Right. There's only one. Yeah. No one's given anything away for free. I guess I can't speak for any some of the other buyers, but I haven't gotten anything for free. So you can assume then that, you know, that means that old croutons buying stuff off chain. But I will tell you this. This is a unique opportunity. Marketplaces came back online tomorrow. Changes the dynamic. I would be much less excited if they came back up. Yeah. Because um, that would convey to the disengaged and disinterested that, you know, now I can go back to trying to soak the ground up. Right. Whereas now, I think that I mean, first of all, the people who aren't here and are disengaged think the project's probably dead. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're active grotto, you don't, you know better. You know far you better. Know what's and really you, happening here. you know what's really happening. And you know that this second object, you know, freeze, if you will, doesn't change anything. Okay. Anything at all. Or anyone who's active. Does not. So yeah, and, you know, um, I, and so so let me just let me just say, yeah. I hope you guys understand that I've been very quiet on the matter. So quiet, I've not had any conversations about it with anybody that matters. Right? Think about that for a second. It's not right now the thing that i should be doing someday Angry. someday perhaps but right now no yeah. and so i'm not like just simply just like matter of factly i have had i haven't said hey hey could could we get that turned yeah, back could, on and yeah, could you reevaluate that or yeah. you want to have a conversation about it right right and so, as such, behave accordingly. Meanwhile, there's a lot of you that are active in the grotto. Have you, are you going to tell me that you don't want to pick up pieces for the prices that they're going for if you just go knock on some fucking doors? Yeah, I mean, if. Yeah, it's a, willing to, yeah. it's a small willing to do a little bit of work, you know. It's a small window of time. Do some work. Go get some stuff. And don't DM, you know, Ratro and you know, <laughs> you know, lose. If they're in the grotto, you probably shouldn't be fucking hitting them up because they're in the grotto. Agreed. Their stuff Agreed. is their stuff is worth what it's always been worth. Go find the white names yep. and get them up, and they'll probably very be very happy. That someone sees value because they don't. So don't overwhelm them. Why would you offer them, you know, the sale prices that were happening in September? Why would you offer them that? Why don't you offer them literal pennies? I, I, I would, here's how I would, here's how I would encourage you to think about it. Basically, put together an offer that you're, 
almost too embarrassed to send. I like that. What I think is this. Offer them a price that if they say yes to all of it, you would take all of it. Yeah. I think we're saying the same thing. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. In other words, in other words, don't go to somebody and be like, can I buy one? Yeah. No, no. Take it all. Take it all and offer them the same price you would for the one thing you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Offer them the amount that if they say yes to all of it, you buy it all. And you're so excited about it that you're clicking your heels. Yeah. Not like, that's a lot. And if they say, no, I want 10 times that, you go, good luck. See you later. Yeah. No, thanks. Because they, and then ask them again in two weeks. Isn't worth it. Not to them. Not to them. As long as they have it, as long as they have it, it's not worth anything. Not to them. And that's, you know, it's worth a lot more to you than it is to them. Now, that doesn't mean you should go sort of pay them what it's worth to you. Does not mean that because they they don't. If you want to pay? They aren't you. You want to pay somebody what it's worth? You pay Ratro to them. (laughs) What it's worth to them, which is nothing. So there you go. Here's a whole lot of just saying. You know, if you if you really feel the need to pay market price, there are market prices to be paid. Sure, but you're not going to do that. Like, they, I mean, literally, like what I'm what I'm getting at is you don't need to do that with somebody whose piece isn't worth anything to themselves. Yeah, and and those white names are ones you should start with. That's what I would do. That's what I have done. That is that all the forums say broader member in good standing. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's, I think there's a perception that people's collections have um, capitulated. Um, I don't feel that way. Um, I don't feel that way at all. And in fact, in some ways, I think my collection is far more valuable today than it was six I, weeks ago. I, I would definitely agree. And I know that you're not alone in thinking that. And I, we have yourself and other collectors who have put on considerable volume to their holdings during this time. Seen some new names, which is cool, too. It's also very cool. It's very, very mm-hmm. cool. What, um, what does that tell you? If, especially the type if, of things that we're seeing. Yeah, like, you know, what, what does that tell you if people that we don't know are making moves in on things that are considerable? That tells me that, yeah, and these guys know far less than Active Grotto, right? They're not even in the project. How could they think about what each and every one of us knew when we first joined? Nothing. And these are the people who are coming in and saying, I'll, I'll string together three or four, you know, tiny wallets and give myself a, a decent little collection to start with. And I think that speaks to the the nature of the people that are coming in and the nature of the conversations that are happening. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a turning point on so many levels. Um and you heard me say on LFG this week. I, I can't say that that uh, it's the best thing that ever happened to us, uh, but it's a fucking pretty 
amazing opportunity for for everybody that's here and the project itself. You know, I'd say I'd say the circumstances under which it happened were less than ideal, but the net effect, I think it's highly accretive. You know, I, look, we've talked a lot. I mean, Holzer composition and Fruton, you know, that's this is what I talk about a lot. And this is where I talk about, go look at, you know, the series four, the early series four cards or, you know, early NFTs, early monsters, and look at the proportion or the percentage of those base cards that are held by very best players. And the effect that that has on your ability to go get a skip juts very hard i'm talking about even you know back when object was you could fire in 2000 test offer you couldn't get you couldn't get them and the, the reason the monsters are a great example right yeah and the reason for that is because so many of them are held by people who simply won't trade them or sell them or transact on them because they're all in and they know that they're going to need those for painting for correlating for holder utility for whatevering and my point is that if you kind of extrapolate that out, players who are no longer in good standing in the grotto or in the grotto or participating, on some level, how is that a whole lot different than essentially that all being one wallet that doesn't play, right? And then so then when you combine whatever you know cards are held by that plus the huge percentages of cards that are held by the very largest players. In many respects, it's actually far more stable than it was when they were held by a much wider array of wallets. I know, I know it's there's there's some complexities to this. If you if you don't really subscribe to to the holder data the way Crouton does, but it's he's so right. And it's this is what we've talked about talked about at the beginning of season 10 with the introduction of participant or or pay uh, for the week right even even in in the last couple months it's a small percentage of the season 10 pieces that even came up because everybody's here who wants they want these things they know what they've got okay it's pretty remarkable. And so these are things that we were on this path and then it was sort of given, taken to hyperspeed. And and I know you're very appreciative that it happened in, in that regard. And yeah, hey, like, like I was saying, thank God I've got a beautiful mugshot and a, and a stupid reason for even having one, okay? Um, you guys know that Synonymity and anonymity were important to me for a number of reasons. I wish that we hadn't been through this. Okay? For everybody's sake. Um, it hasn't changed my approach to the project one bit. To the project. It's cha changed my approach to my interactions with the world in a major way. Right? Um that's the you know that's a, that's a long term really great thing for this project. Yeah, I mean, you know, a long, long time ago, you know, <laughs> I remember saying something like, "Do you think he's going to just like 
rugged this project. He's been thinking of this shit since he was like eight. You know, and you've always talked about this. Oh, look, I mean, very candidly, you've said, you know, we're into one season a year now. And we just finished series 10, which was actually not even a new team. It was just more of the same teams that we've already introduced. It was putting so, us in the playing field so that now going forward, we, correct. you know, you don't have this in, in, in imbalances. Yeah. But like my point is, so, you know, we've, you know, series one is not truly a series. So two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm not really going to count this one as series 10 because it's not. It's yep. two through nines. Right. So, you know, we have 10 through 30 to go and correlating and painting. And no one ever said that after that 30th season that it would be over. Didn't we just add more cards? And we've always said all along that there would be more cardinali. There would be more Xs. There would be more subs. That's why they're numbered 001 not oh one theoretically yeah. there could be three digits on these my point is this project is not i, I know you've said it the time horizon over which you should think about this is he's not nothing's changed and you know uh, your two rules right you know you'll do anything you can to protect and preserve and grow collector value and you won't fuck anyone over. And that's certainly not changed. Your commitment to the project certainly hasn't changed. If anything, I feel like it's probably even further hardened, if possible. Um, so I I think there's a... I don't think that people should be hanging their heads and um, staring at the ground. Um, I know we were laying low there for a bit. But I mean, it's it's now been four weeks since anything. Yeah. Uh, no tweets, no direct attacks. They have. It has been starved of oxygen, and they think that a delisting on object is the ultimate prize, and that they just because they can't see what we're doing, what he's doing, they think that the project is dead, and. You know, I guess we'll we'll just see about that. You all know how much we've been doing in the in the quote silence. So, um, and it's not going to be silent forever. I'm gonna, I, I, you and I haven't talked about this, but I don't get the impression that you know we're just going to play on spreadsheets the rest of our lives. That's not my understanding of what we're going to do here. No, it's obviously not. Obviously, not. Right. there's a reason for it. There, right. there was there was a specific reason for a specific amount of time. You know, that was not about me. It was about protecting, you know, you guys. So, you know, uh, you know, I, I think, I think we have a lot to be excited about. And I, I just would like to see people not as uh, shell-shocked as perhaps I, I feel I, they are. I think, I think, uh, and we'll end it on that. I, I think it's, it, there is a lot to be excited about and, and it's, we need um, we need everybody to to take that deep breath, exhale. Okay. We're good. We got this. And and understand that um, it's okay to be excited about what's what's coming. 
it is. It's okay. I know you've been nervous and and concerned about uh, all of it. Okay. It's time for you to take that deep breath and, and exhale. I got it. So thank you, Crouton. Uh, I'll see you guys next week on LFGs uh, here from uh, the hinterlands. And uh, uh, good to see you. Yeah, if you don't get killed by the proprietor, we'll see you next week. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> great call. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.